How many times have you said to yourself, I'm going to succeed, and yet you keep coming up short? You probably noticed that high achievers with heart do things differently, but you just can't put your finger on it. You're curious about why high achievers accomplish more and have more satisfying relationships. It's because success is the result of your mindset and the consistent actions you take. This show is designed with your success in mind. By revealing these powerful patterns of our dynamic individuals and guest experts, you can model what they do and apply to your future success now. Let's roll up our sleeves and get started. My name is Brigitte Höfele, and this is the Success Patterns Show. And you are at the right place at the right time. Welcome to the Success Pattern Show, where we bring you the golden nuggets. Success patterns are more valuable than ideas. Let me explain. Ideas, while very powerful, require some trial and error, okay? A lot of time putting that thing into action. Just think about manufacturing. First, you have this idea, then a proof of concept, then you create this prototype, then maybe go into small production batches, and finally, maybe full-scale production. That can take months, maybe even years. And maybe you have... Uh, met folks, people that are uh, great coming up with ideas, but they do little else. Forget everything you know or heard about ideas. You're not looking for ideas. You're looking for success patterns, and that's why you're at the right place. Success patterns are different, and success patterns are better. Why? Well, first of all, they're proven. They have a logical sequence of steps to follow. They have an action imperative and they deliver consistent results. In our success pattern show today, which is content rich, just wait till you see who we have here. You're going to learn these valuable success patterns. And we have the LinkedIn evangelist here with us today. She's the host of the Good Girls Get Rich podcast. She guides entrepreneurs to create wealth by combining smart business practices with simple, proven systems that develop and maintain strong customer relationships. Now, if that's not a success pattern all in itself. She offers results-oriented and expert LinkedIn and PR marketing strategies that position her clients to bring in instant results. Her background includes over 20 years in the fields of information technology, marketing, customer relationship, uh, making social media her ideal niche. Let's talk about LinkedIn. Let's talk about uh, all of the incredible strategies and su success patterns that she brings with her. Here's Karen Yankowicz. Uh, thank you for being here. Karen! Thank you so much for having me, Brigitte. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in and uh, bringing your golden nuggets with us. So, uh, timeless marketing. What is the pattern of timeless marketing? And can we really say in this time of social media that marketing is timeless? You know what? We can. And, and here's why I say that. You know, I've been I've been marketing forever, right? Like forever, like yeah, many decades or decades at least. And 
you know, when social media became a thing, right? I started marketing before social media was a thing. When social media became a thing, of course, I was like, this is cool. Let's do all these things. And I did all these things. I still do all those things. But at the end of the day, what I found was the marketing that I learned early in my career was still the marketing that was bringing in the most leads. When I asked people where they get, where did you get your biggest opportunity from? 99 out of 100 times, they say a referral. Yet we're spending all this time posting on Facebook and dancing on TikTok and doing all those things. I'm not saying we shouldn't do those things. I'm saying we should do the relationship building first. And that's the timeless marketing. The beautiful thing now is we have tools like LinkedIn and Alignable and tools that allow us to do this networking and this human to human timeless marketing in a way that's so much more efficient than we had 20, 30 years ago. Um, but the but the strategy is still the strategy that brings in the biggest clients with the with the fastest at the fastest pace. I mean, it works because right. you were referral to be on this show, so it, I know it works. And mm -hmm. the my 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 best clients come from our loyal uh, um, clients that have been with us for you know years and years, maybe even decades. So it is not the transactional way of doing things, right? And, and I don't know. I think the only the only marketing that would be transactional is buying toilet paper, maybe. But I think in the work that we get to do, it's not transactional. It's not. But here's the thing, Brigitte. Even if you sell toilet paper, you know, you're not going to use sites like LinkedIn to sell a roll of toilet paper, but you are going to use LinkedIn to find a distributor for your really cool eco-sensitive toilet paper, right? Mm -hmm. So it is still, you know, again, it's the biggest opportunities. We don't go on LinkedIn to, to sell a pen, but we do go on LinkedIn to get a distributor that wants to buy a thousand of our pens, right? Mm -hmm. so, so it still comes down and nobody's doing that from a tweet. Right. They're doing that when they talk to people. So, yes, we can do brand building and, and, and um, you know, um, visibility planning and all these things on these other platforms. And I know that there's people out there that successfully teach how to get leads on Instagram and things like that. That's not what I teach. I don't know how to do that. And I'm not saying it works or doesn't work. I'm saying do this first because we know this works. We have been told and we mostly believe when people say things like, it's not what you know, it's who you know, and you are the sum of the five people that surround you and your net worth is determined by your network, right? Like we believe that stuff, yet we're still spending all of our marketing time and dollars on, you know, Facebook. Yeah. So, right? so I'm just saying, just shift a little, give me an hour on LinkedIn and then go do all that other stuff. I, I want to speak to something that you just said, and I, I was a little triggered by it in, in a good way. And I want to talk about this. Uh, yeah, someone just posted, pick up the freaking, oh, and call someone. Oh, or call someone. I agree. That's where the business I, is happening. So I want to talk, I want to talk about this thing here in a second too. But before we do that, I want to talk about LinkedIn. I'm pretty sure, you know, you being on LinkedIn, I'm being on LinkedIn, uh, my, my husband being on LinkedIn and many other business uh, owners as well. There are these automated, I don't even want to call them bots, but there's these automated uh, messages that are coming in. They do not understand how to build rapport with someone and just ask a very simple question. They just kind of fall in, you know, have, have you ever watched Seinfeld? I mean, you're in Jersey, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the backyard, right? 
in Seinfeld, there's always Kramer that just kind of swings the door open and slides in the in, into right. the into the apartment. Oh my god, I love that the Kramer marketing method. I love the that. <laughs> the Kramer. It's like here you are. Here like, you are. You, don't, you don't care about me, but I'm here anyway. And then I'm just gonna look awesomely vomit on you. So it does the exact up in my case, and mm -hmm. and I don't know if I'm the only one. No, you know what I've been doing at this moment in time where it's, it's in the middle of September right now, 2023, when we're live on this, I'm doing daily 10 minute LinkedIn marketing minis. And today's, that was today's topic at 10 AM in the morning. That was today's topic was stop spamming your LinkedIn network. It is harming your brand. It is harming your business. And here's the thing. It doesn't work. And I know that technically it works, right? Like technically, if you connect with 100 people a day and, and you know, you have a 30% connection rate and 30 people connect with you. And of those 30 people, you know, one agrees to get on the phone with you and you're booking one call a day. Like they're not targeted. When you get on the phone with these people, the calls are terrible. Yeah. They're not really. So what's happening? But at the end of the day, if you throw enough spaghetti at the wall, a piece is going to stick. But how many crappy calls did you have to have? How much time did you have to waste before you got that one? So sure, I paid $1,000 to somebody to help me with all these bots and I got a $5,000 lead, right? It absolutely pays off, but it doesn't take into consideration the time you're spending on all the crappy lead phone calls that you have to do. The time that you're wasting and 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 the bridges that you're burning. Yes. Like, I, I would actually take someone in as a request. And then the first thing that happens is spam. And before I know it, I know out, leave. Just I, know. I don't really want to hear from you. Anymore. I know. I feel like I have a pretty good, like, like, like bot radar, but I definitely don't. I definitely get people get past it still. Like I still, they, people get past it still. And but here's the thing too. Like there was a woman that connected with me one time. I probably should have saved this information, but I don't really want to call her out. But I, I saw her profile. And I'm like, wow, she looks amazing. What a great connection. I want to get to. I definitely want to get a call with her. And then two minutes later, I got another message, and then I got the same message on my email. And you know, there were people that said you should have educated her. I'm like, you know what? I don't have time to educate people on this stuff. I was. I was actually a little heartbroken for her that she bought into the BS. Do you know what I mean? Because I know it's going to hurt her business, but it sure as heck hurted, hurted. It hurt my, it hurt my relationship with her because I was ready to book a call with her until I realized I just started getting like spammed all over the place. So, so I agree. It definitely hurts your brand. And here's the best thing. You don't have to do that. Like I refer to LinkedIn as my money tree. It can be your money tree. Those are the weeds. Do not do not ignore your money tree because there's a couple weeds. You know what I mean? Pull the weeds, move on, and water your money tree. Connect with people intentionally. Not necessarily people that are going to buy something from you. I mean, of course, that might be somebody that you want to connect with. But more importantly, who are... Um, who else serves that audience? Somebody asked me, I did a workshop earlier today and somebody asked me like, I'm in the insurance business and I want to connect with a lot of insurance companies. And I said, you know what? You can be that guy that nobody knows that reaches out to all these insurance companies and says, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. So, or you can reach out to the insurance associations 
and say, can you, you know, I want to talk to you because I want to reach this audience. What do you have for me? Can I advertise in your things? Can I speak at your conferences? Are you connecting with other people that, that serve the insurance industry? Are you, you know, are you going to, you know, networking events and then asking, are there insurance focused networking events I should be a part of, right? To the people that are there selling insurance. So that's a better way to do this because now those conversations are, here's what I do. Who do you know? Instead of here's what I do. Give me your credit card. Yeah. Right? And you get to borrow credibility from the people inviting you there. Right. Like Brigitte, if somebody meets me in a, the back of an Uber and I say, I teach LinkedIn marketing, they're going to be like, okay, cool. But if you say, oh, you need to hear, you need to hear from Karen, they're going to listen because they trust you. Right. So this this referral marketing method on LinkedIn is such a beautiful thing. And then the third piece of this, the third category is building relationships with the publicists, the publicity with police, with PR, the journalists, the podcast hosts. Who is it that serves your audience or that speaks to your audience? Because when you're interviewed by then, now these other two categories are creating a magnetic marketing approach instead of a spamming, instead of the Kramer method, right? It's magnetic and it's bringing people to you. Now, are you waving a magic wand and manifesting clients? No, you're, you're, you still have an outbound strategy, but the outbound strategy is around how many podcasts do I want to be interviewed on this month? How many partners, how many JV partners have I had conversations with? Am I, you know, am I participating in people's groups? Like there's so many ways, you know, if you go to a, if you go to a conference, are you following up with people? Are you connecting with people there? Are you connecting with the speakers? Like we waste so many warm opportunities in search of a billion cold calls. And I don't understand it. Is it, is it that people are, here we are again, like this gets really heavy for some folks, right? Mm-hmm. And and I, and I can relate to it. I used to be like, I, I, I'd rather text them, I'd rather email them until I, you know, really understood the, the, the power of talking to someone. Right. Right. Before, before we got on this call, I, I shared with you, one of my clients from Switzerland is doing a thing in, in New York. And before you know it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sharing this information with you and it just starts with a conversation. It's exactly right. And these are, these are the easy conversations to shake out, right? Like it's, it's, it, but first of all, like taking a step back, especially if we're speaking about LinkedIn, you have to look worthy of their time mm-hmm. and their investment of time. Mm-hmm. Before, forget about their investment of money. You need to first look worthy of the investment of their time to get on the phone with you. And you can do that by taking control of your profile, having a profile that is client facing that is you know people don't really care about you they care about what you can do for them right so so really being clear about what that looks like and showing up as if you're worthy of people's time like your peers with the most influential people in the industry and when you do that and then you do that warm outreach like so so that conference that you're you know the event that your client is coming to new york with let's just say you've got opportunities you know there's probably a lot of people you'll meet in person maybe there's people that you won't um, and hopefully they'll be, I'm sure they'll be impressed by you, but they'll be even more impressed the next day when you connect with them and they see this great LinkedIn profile, right? And they're going to be like, wow, she is pretty cool. I want to connect. I want to get to know more about her, right? Yeah. But it's that next step that so many people overlook. They go, like, I hear people say, I don't have time for this, but yet they go to five networking events a month, go to two networking events a month and follow up on this stuff, right? You, 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 you said something, um, 
you know, people want to, you want to be worthy of them connecting with, giving them, giving their precious time to you. So it's all about service. Yeah. It's all about value, but it's all about that brand. It's the, your, your personal brand makes you visible. Your personal brand, like a funny, funny story, Karen. Uh, I walked several months ago, I walked in Dallas through a Whole Foods because I was there for a convention. Mm -hmm. And down the aisle, like I was going in that direction, a person back in the aisle said, Brigida. And I'm like, I'm in Dallas. I don't know anyone in Dallas, okay? And I turn around and sure enough, there's a lady that I met at a different conference where I spoke years ago. And she goes, see, I knew that was you personal brand. I have, you know, you, you can't miss me. <laughs> so, That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. So, so give us the elements for a powerful personal brand. Well, let me just say this. If you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, yeah, I don't have a brand. You do have a brand. We just lived through a pandemic where we learned that business can happen virtually very successfully. doesn't mean we're not back in person at conferences, but we're doing a lot more business virtually. And, you know, I bet there's people watching us right now. I hope there's people watching us right now that are typing Karen Yankovic into Google to say, is this girl for real? Right. That's my brand. I can control that. Right. We don't do that when we're in person. We can't do that. We can't be running around, you know, Googling people as we're walking across the room. Right. But we can't. We do do it when it's virtual. Well, we can. But we can't. We do do it when it's virtual. So so you absolutely have a brand and you absolutely should take control of it. And if they find nothing, it doesn't mean that people aren't going to do business with you. But it's going to be a lot harder. Let your brand do some of the heavy lifting for you, right? And this is where the PR comes into comes into play, right? Like when I talk about building relationships in multiple categories, this PR piece is where a lot of people a lot of people overlook this power. And where that's powerful is when people throw my name in a search. They're going to find pages and pages and pages on me because of all the publicity that, and listen, none of those people came knocking on my door, right? Like you got to go after this, these opportunities. So, so, so this is all of this though, gives me that credibility that helps me land those bigger contracts and creates a magnetic marketing approach, but it comes down to my brand. If I don't have that brand, you know, I mean, yeah, there's going to be some people that maybe hear me speak here or wherever and want, you know, something further. But it's a lot easier to, you know, especially for the introverts of the world who are the ones that are so worried about these calls. It's a lot easier to create a brand for yourself that does a lot of that heavy lifting. So when you meet people, you're not going, hey, I'm Karen Yankovic. Do you know I have 100,000 Twitter followers? You know, you're just saying, hey, I'm Karen Yankovic. I teach, you know, LinkedIn and PR marketing. Tell me about you, right? The next day, your brand is stepping in to help you elevate that relationship. I tell me more about you. I think that that would be notes that everyone needs to write down. Because yes. everyone is about me, me, me. It is yes. about when you make it about them. Now we're talking. Well, and you know, a lot of people look at LinkedIn, their LinkedIn profile, like their online resume. And your resume is all about who you used to be, right? Your LinkedIn profile should be the projecting your brand into the future. You are dressing for the job you want. I don't want you to make stuff up, but I want you to, to, to step into this new identity of whatever the next 12 months looks like for you and really creating the brand around that. And an example of, 
of that is let's say you're a financial planner and you've got a million well-earned letters after your name, right? You and a million other people on LinkedIn have that, right? And everybody's kind of like kind of vying for that attempt for the attention of people there. So if you say I'm a financial planner and I have all these letters and I make people a lot of money, I want a lot of money. That all sounds good, but you're not really connecting with me because a lot of people can say that. Mm -hmm. If you say I'm a financial planner with all of these well-earned letters after my name and I help women over 50 create enough wealth to retire at 60, now I'm paying attention, right? Mm -hmm. Like now you're, it's the same exact thing, but you're telling me about you, you're making it about me. And that's what you need to do when you're creating your brand. Have people like have that brand be magnetic and you have to be magnetic when you are speaking directly to their needs and wants. I, I call it tune into their radio step station. Right. What's in it for them? Um, marketing strategies, you marketing strategies for, of relationships. You, um, I don't know if you coined the, uh, this phrase, but you teach something called flipping the funnel. I do. I do. You know, I went to a, speaking of networking events, I went to a networking event. I recently moved uh, back up to North Jersey. I grew up in North Jersey and I recently moved back to North Jersey. So I went to a networking event of a group where I was a warm group. I knew this group. I had been a part of this group and it was a women in business group. And honestly, I love these women. And some of them I knew. And when they went around the room and asked the women, how, what are you looking to get out of this? Every one of them said, well, I sell pens. I want somebody to buy a pen. Not one of them said, I would love an introduction to a stationery store that might want to buy a hundred of my pens. Not one. We need to think bigger, right? Like if you're thinking about LinkedIn, you certainly are not going to be on LinkedIn talking about your individual $5, $50, or even $500 thing. You, If you're going to put calls on your calendar, it's going to be for the biggest opportunities you have. And, you know, sometimes we're so afraid of this. We're afraid because people didn't, people might, you know, my competitors don't charge that much or, you know, a million reasons why we don't have the pricing where we want it to be. I don't want you to overcharge. I want you to charge enough that you can over deliver, that the clients are getting massive value and you don't need to get 500 clients a month to get to that quarter million dollar, which I think it should be the minimum milestone for every entrepreneur out there. It's the only thing that's going to put six figures in your bank account, yeah. right? A six figure business, you might as well be working at McDonald's, you know, for the money that it puts in your own bank account. So flipping the funnel and thinking about the, like, like if you're a brand new you know, we hear a lot about the great resignation, the great reshuffling, right? So let's say you're, let's say you're a woman and you're, you've had this job and you're in your fifties and you're just like, I, it's time for me to, it's time, my next chapter needs to look differently. You're coming to this with lots of expertise, right? And so many people are telling you, well, I've never been a consultant before, so I have to charge a hundred dollars and blah, blah, blah. That's crap because frankly, you're coming to this with all that expertise. I want you to take that expertise, own that expertise Find something for ten or twenty thousand dollars. You absolutely can do that, but it comes back to: Are you showing up as worthy of that? Right? Are you doing that work? And then pay people to do all those things that everybody else is telling you to do: creating the website, creating the funnels, getting the branding, having somebody create a logo for you. You can flip the funnel. You don't have to start at the hundred dollar things. You can start at the ten thousand dollar things. And I mean that sincerely. And I work with people doing that every day of my life because it's a it's it's a mindset and identity shift more than anything else it is a mindset and it's a belief system right and, and yeah. for some it's a bs it, it's it's a non-supportive belief system for them like right. 
what, what you just said, oh, you know, I haven't done this or I've only done this for a year. So no one's I ever called me a consultant before, so I can only charge this. Well, you, you wouldn't be doing this if you didn't have, I would like to think, you wouldn't be doing this if you didn't have the skills. So well, that's what I mean about flipping the funnel. Stop. So like, think about what is the biggest ticket, what biggest ticket things you can have. And you can create these things, you know, and the, the best part about this, by the way, is that you don't have to create a hundred sales pages for this, right? You can say, I have private services customized by request, right? And all you need to do is get LinkedIn to phone calls and you don't have to have. There it is. Again. There's that right. phone. Exactly. So, you know, it is, it, it can, and it can and does happen that quickly when you lean into it. You know, I ran into a friend recently who's been running a really successful business and she is under the radar. She's got like almost no social media. And I hadn't seen her in a really long time. She's killing it. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And like, and I was listening to her and I'm like, she, she kept her business running through the pandemic and she's in event planning. Do you know what I mean? Um, she is killing it. And I was thinking like, it's because she knows she, all of her business is based on talking to people, not posts on Twitter or Instagram, you know, and, and you, nobody knows her name. It doesn't matter. She is, she just talks to enough people to get her the kind of business that gets her that seven figure business. Love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. It, it, that, that piece will never go away. Right. And, and the more comfortable you are with talking to others, you know, someone asked me in one of my intake forms for my consulting, there's a question on there. Um, how much do you or do you rate yourself as a person, people? And uh, my protege, if you will, asked, what's this question for? And I said, look, if they want my services and they want me to teach them how to market themselves and scale, but they're not they're not OK with talking to people. <laughs> I don't want to work with them because they're not going to That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. I get it. If they're not, if they're not open to talking to other people, I can teach them all the great things all day long. Right. right. I agree with that. I, I like to use the example of, you know, I talk to people and they've got these beautiful ambitions. Their ambitions are up here, but their energy is here. And as long as there's that disconnect, they're never, I, all the strategy in the world isn't going to help them achieve that goal. They got to raise their energy to match their ambitions. Amen. And that's showing up like the CEO of your life and your business and building relationships from that place, you know, and not being afraid to build relationships from the top down instead of the bottom up. Folks, now we know why she's called the LinkedIn evangelist. I mean, she's bringing it like super. I love it. I love this conversation. Now, Karen, you have also created an assessment that you brought for everyone. I did. You know, it's so interesting because I was recently in a in a group myself, like a program that I took. And every person in that program was such an ideal client for me. And every one of them didn't know it because they were like, oh, I hate LinkedIn. I don't want to do it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you have no idea how much money you're leaving on the table. So I spent some time trying to think about how do I reach these people? How do I reach people that don't know that this is an opportunity for them? So what I did was I created an assessment. I created a marketing assessment. And the marketing assessment basically takes you through um, a couple of questions and it it basically helps you like if you like if you're really good at relating to people, it'll give you some tips on how to get started with this outreach and with this marketing um, versus if you're really analytical and you like case studies and things like that. Right. So it, it'll, it, it'll do a little bit of an assessment and then you'll get your results. And when you get the results, not only do you get some tips about how you should market, but also some things to watch out for. Right. Because 
you know, there's always, there's two sides of it all, right? And we all, you know, there's all things that we love to do. And sometimes we have to dial some of that back. But I even, because I really, because I think the energy of your marketing is so important, I even um, added in, um, and most people don't know this. So you guys are getting a little behind the scenes things. I only added them in a couple of weeks ago, a, um, a free morning visualization specific to each type. So that it'll help you to start your day off and get your mindset in the right place so you can kickstart your day with that positive mindset with that new identity work. So it's completely free if you can get it at howshouldimarket.com. And um, we've been having a lot of fun with it. And I love the I love the opportunity to, to kind of bring the right brain, left brain into it. And and right. not only are we asking things like, you know, which, you know, like like left brain questions, we threw a couple of right brain questions in there too, because I really want to get a sense of who you are so that I can give you the, your next first step or your first next step or whatever to getting to having some success with this. Because if you're afraid of it, then I just need you to take one step, like first bite of the elephant. And yeah. then if you're feeling it and you see the reaction, then I'm going to give you some tips to take another step. So yeah. nothing for sale, just a, a free fun assessment. Love it. So how should I market.com is the assessment. Yep. Spell it all out. All one word. How should I market.com. It's here uh, on the screen and also in the show notes. How should I market.com. Make sure that you take it and let other people that you work with, let them take it too. Yes. Now yeah. it's kind of fun to see the different styles and, and how people like, like I'm, I'm always wondering, well, how does it feel to you? Does it feel, do you, does it feel accurate? And they're like, yeah, like, like you called me out on a few things. Cause listen, the Jersey girl in me does not pull any punches. I want you to be successful. I want more people to make more money. Yeah. Too many entrepreneurs are not profitable. I want you to be profitable. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you, she's bringing the gospel on, on everything marketing. Listen to Karen Yankovich. Karen, it time flies when we're having fun. I can't believe that we're already at the end of the show. We could talk for hours. Yeah. Uh, kindred spirits. Now, how do people best get in touch with you? Well, the best place is LinkedIn. I mean, listen, I have, um, you know, I get messaged from all over the place. So the best, I'm on LinkedIn all the time. That's my jam. So the best place is to connect with me on LinkedIn. Tell me that you um, heard me on the show. Even better, share this show on LinkedIn and tag me and tag Brigida so that your audience, now we're all lifting each other up, right? If you got value out of this conversation, share a link to the show and share it with your audience and tag me because then I will then share it with my audience. Brigida will share it with her audience and we're all getting each other more visibility. Right. And that's yes. how that's how we do it. That's how we do it together. That's how we collaborate and build profitable businesses. Love that. Women lifting women up. I love that. I'm all for that. And um, one of our viewers uh, says great stuff, ladies. I agree. Karen, this was such an incredible call and, and, and show that we had today. Thank you for bringing the gospel. Guys, make sure that you are following and getting in connection and contact with Karen on LinkedIn, Karen Yankovich. It's very easy. You write I'm it. I'm at Karen Yankovich across all social media. Karen Yankovich. It's Y-A-N-K-O-V-I-C-H. Karen Yankovich, just like you pronounce it. That's how you write it. Karen, thanks for being here. Guys, uh, absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Success Pattern Show. I will see you all again 
next Tuesday, same time, same place. Make sure that you share it with everyone uh, as this is a fantastic show. It's a fun show. We make it fun. And uh, I know that there are other people out there that are looking exactly for these success patterns that we're talking about. Karen, last famous words. Oh, think bigger. Think bigger. Yes. Whatever your biggest ticket item is right now, double it and brainstorm and come up with a big, beautiful, big, fat, juicy offer that people are going to love. And make sure, and then just know that it's probably worth make it make sure that it's worth 10 times what you're charging. Amen. Double it and then make sure the value is 10 times that doubled number. And everything changes in your business. That's right. Mic drop. Thanks for being here. Tune in again next week, same time, same place. Ciao. Thank you for tuning in and you will notice opportunities to apply success patterns daily while eagerly anticipating next week's content-rich success patterns.